This podcast is completely free of charge. However, if you are enjoying it, we would ask you to leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to buy us a coffee, the details are in the show notes. Croeso i yma maedreigiau. Welcome to Here Be Dragons. Gyda cyfarwydd Cymru, with the storyteller of Wales, Professor Llysau. My story have you and a cisneg. Today's story is in English. All of these stories are 100% true, for a given value of true. The Guiper. What a horrible creature is the Guiper. It starts off life as an ordinary snake, and if it just stayed that way, there wouldn't be a problem in the world. You see, the Welsh word for viper is gwyper, but unfortunately, according to Welsh myths, if a snake drinks the milk of a woman, then it starts to sprout wings. It starts to fly, and eventually it grows to an enormous size. The Gwyber of the Gwyberlands was one such creature. They even named the whole valley and the river after it in the end, because it came to be such a problem. Every day it would fly out from its cave somewhere up the valley, and it would gobble up horses and cows sheep, chickens, and eventually little boys and little girls just like you and me. In the end, the people got fed up of it, and they did what all people used to do in those days. They offered up a great reward for anyone who was brave enough to come and fight this horrible creature. Word of the money got to the ears of some very disreputable people. They were called the Gwylliaid Hreithog. Gwylliaid was an old word for demons. Now these weren't demons, they were bandits. But they were so bad that they referred to them as the Gwylliaid, the demons of Hreithog. They were red-headed warriors, possibly related to the Gwylliaid of Malwy, who were further away. But these ones were particularly unpleasant. They used to bully the people in the area and steal and murder their way into a fortune. But one fellow there thought, well, I can con these people of the Gwibernant out of their money by fighting this dragony thing. It's even better than murdering and, and killing and robbing, because I can do it all at once and get it over with. Put my feet up and relax for the rest of my life. So this bandit, Gwilym was his name, came down to Gwibernant to find out what all the fuss was about and how he could earn that money by fighting and killing the Gwibernant. 
The people of the Gwibernance were absolutely delighted that someone was willing to fight their dragony, strange, flighty creature for them, even if it was a bandit, one of these Gwithiaid. But the more that Gwilym heard stories of the Gwiber and what it got up to, the more concerned he became for his own safety. You see, he'd been a bit cocky in his own mind. He'd assumed that this Gwiber was nothing much to talk about, and that these people were just scared, easily frightened locals. But the more he heard, the more he realised that this was a big dangerous creature. But, as one of the Gwithyite, he couldn't turn back just yet. Not without losing face, that is. But thankfully, nearby there was a waterfall, and behind the waterfall was a cave. And in that cave was a cunning man, a Dyn Huspice, called Hugh Dewin, or Hugh the Wizard. Willem went to visit Hugh Dewin, and he crossed the threshold of the cave, getting sprayed by the waterfall the whole time. He turned to look at the old man, who sat on a rock, with a cauldron in front of him, looking all ragged and worn out. Willem was not impressed, but he thought he'd give it a try anyway. He turned to the old man and he said, Old man, are you the wizard they call Hugh Dewin? I am. Do you know all of time what is to come and what has been? I do. In that case, tell me how I'm going to die. You will be bitten and poisoned by the venom in the Gwibber. Well, that's not what Gwilym wanted to hear at all. So he turned away very sad. But as he was leaving the cave, he looked back and he took in the raggedy old man with his old cauldron in front of him and thought, he doesn't look much like an all-knowing wizard. Perhaps I should try again. And so the very next day, Gwilym came back to the cave. This time, though, he was disguised as a miller. He was dressed in a smock, and he had flour all over his face, just like a miller would to hide his features. He went up to the old man and he said, Are you Hugh Dewin? I am. Do you know all that has been and all that is to come? I do. Can you tell me how I'm going to die? Hugh Dewin looked him up and down and he said, You will fall and break your neck. Gwilym was surprised to hear this, and pleasantly so, because he couldn't die two different ways. If this old wizard really knew it all, then one of them had to be wrong. However, three kaniki as the old saying goes, third time is a charm. So just to be certain, he came back the following day, dressed this time as a blacksmith. He had soot on his face to hide his features, and he had a blacksmith's apron on 
Don't ask where he got it, it's probably best not knowing it was a bandit after all. Are you Hugh Dewin? I am. Do you know all that was and all that is to come? I do. Can you tell me how I'm going to die? You will fall in the river and drown. Well, that was it. Gwillem leapt up and said, Ha ha ha! I fooled you, old man. You don't know a thing. He said, I am Gwillem of the Gwishkaid Hiraethog. Yes, I know. I've come here today disguised as a blacksmith. Yes, I know. I came here yesterday disguised as a miller. Yes, I know. And two days ago, I came here as myself. Yes, I know. Well, on three different days, you've told me three different ways I'm going to die. And no one can die three ways. So, if you're what the people in this village call a wise man, I don't care much for their opinion. I bet that old quibber's nothing to be frightened of. I'm going to head up the hill and do him in. And that's what he did. He set out in order to kill the Gwiber. As with most river valleys, they get narrower the further up you go. And so it was with this one. As they went up and followed the river up the hillside to where the Gwiber was said to hide, he found that the path was getting narrower and narrower and steeper and steeper. Until eventually, on one side of him was a cliff face, and on the other side was a big drop off down to the river below, and he had to walk, edging his way along a very narrow precipice round the path up the hillside. Well, little did he know that above him, on a ledge, was a cave, and in that cave was the Guibert. And as Gwilym was edging his way along, with his sword in one hand and his shield on the other, a long, sinewy, serpenty neck came out of the cave. And on the end of it was a great mouth with pointing teeth full of venom. It reached down and it bit Gwilym on the shoulder. He could feel the poison coursing into his veins. And so, he realised, Hugh Dewin's first prediction had come true. The venom ran through his body and he began to feel dizzy. And as he felt dizzy, he toppled faint over the edge of that ledge. And on his way down, he hit the side of the cliff breaking his neck. And that is where the second of Hugh Dewin's predictions came true. And at the bottom of the cliff, he landed in the river, where he drowned. And so, the third of Hugh Dewin's predictions came true. And Gwilym, the bandit, the unpleasant man, the demon of Hiraethog, died the triple death, just as the old man in the cave had predicted. 
So it just goes to show. Sometimes, just sometimes, old men with long beards looking a bit raggedy might know exactly what they're talking about. What became of the Guibert? I forgot to tell you. I nearly went away then, and you would never know. You see, the thing is, what the people of the valley should have done in the first place was talk to a wise woman, because wise women know things that wise men often don't. She told them to put a great pillar in the middle of a field and put great metal spikes through it on the outside and then get a red cloth and wrap it around the outside. You see, the Gwiber, like a bull, would go mad when it saw red and would attack the pillar. And that's exactly what happened. It came out of its cave one day, it spotted that red wrapped pillar and it attacked it. It wrapped its long sinewy body all the way around the pillar and all the spikes went into its side. And that is how the people got rid of that terrible Gwiber. So we have to be careful, you see, in Wales. Strange things happen to the most ordinary of creatures and can turn them into monsters. Mi fydd ein stori nesaf yn y Gymraeg. Our next story will be in Welsh. Am fwy o wybodaeth ac i bwcioni, ewch at cyfarwydd.cymru. For more information and to book us, go to cyfarwydd.cymru. Cymru.